Support for this episode comes from eBay. Whether it's a holy grail pair of sneakers, head-turning handbags, or one genuine wardrobe staple. If you're always on the hunt for that one wardrobe staple you just gotta have, eBay gets it. Nothing's more important than the real deal. When you shop on eBay, all you have to do is look out for that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll know that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo will be verified authentic through a detailed inspection. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hi, I'm Neil Patel, host of Decoder, my show about big ideas and other problems. Right now on Decoder, we're doing a mini-series about one of the biggest ideas that's creating some of the biggest problems around, generative AI. Our series dives deep into some of the most pressing issues surrounding generative AI, with expert Verge reporters covering the cutting-edge frontier of the industry. How could copyright lawsuits completely upend large language models and image generators? How big a problem is AI-generated misinformation for the 2024 election? And what kind of impact are AI chatbots having on human relationships? Decoder's AI series will help you understand what's going on, why, and where it might go from here. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Decoder, wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. MMA Fighting presents Timeline, Habib Nurmagomedov versus Justin Gaethje. January 20th, 2012, UFC on FX1. Gillard versus Miller, Nashville, Tennessee. Habib Nurmagomedov makes his UFC debut against Kamal Shalarus. Nurmagomedov wins by a rear naked choke in the second round, moving his record to 16-0. Habib Nurmagomedov would advance steadily, defeating Gleason Tibau at UFC 148, Tiago Tavares at UFC on FX7, Belfour versus Bisping, Abel Trujillo at UFC 160, Velasquez versus Silva 2. You've won four fights in the UFC. You're 20-0. Who makes sense for you next? You know, I, um, I'm not really going to call anybody out. I just, whatever UFC puts in front of me is fine. Um, you know, I've been doing this for about six years. I think, I, I feel that I have a lot to improve on. So, you know, a lot of the fighters in my weight class have been doing this for about 10 years. So, you know, whoever UFC puts in front of me is fine. Pat Healy at UFC 165, Jones versus Gustafson. As far, obviously, you're undefeated in your career, undefeated in the UFC. The only trouble you really had is with the scale. Last fight and maybe uh, this one, you, you looked a little close, but you seemed okay. Um, are you confident that 155 is the best weight for you? No, I you know, I, we're professionals. Uh, we do make mistakes sometimes, but, you know, I fixed the mistake. It didn't happen this time. And uh, at this point, no, I'm just going to stick to 155. You know, yesterday I turned 25. Today, Josh turned 35. So maybe I dedicate this win to him. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a moment right here. So much love. And future UFC champion, Rafael Dos Anjos, at UFC on Fox 11, for Doom versus Brown. Well, uh, did you see anything from uh, Kaib? He's obviously undefeated. He's 6-0 in the UFC. Do you see anything from him that, that can warrant a number one contender or a title shot anytime soon? I don't know. I, I don't like making those decisions the night of the fight, but uh, yeah, he's impressive and he looks good and he's, he's, get, he's working his way there for sure. Obviously, this was a dominating victory against a very tough opponent, but the crowd wasn't always necessarily approving of it. I'm curious how, how he thought his performance was tonight. No, соперник был на пятом месте в рейтинге UFC. Well, I think, you know, the, uh, I had a very tough opponent. He's ranked number five. I think I did pretty well tonight, and I think all of top ten uh, really need to learn wrestling if they want to compete with me. September 27th, 2014, UFC 178, Johnson versus Cariasso, Las Vegas, Nevada. Originally booked in a potential title eliminator match versus Donald Cerrone, Habib suffers a serious knee injury during his training camp. The injury would keep Nurmagomedov outside of the UFC cage 
for almost two years. When will you be ready? You're coming off ACL surgery, so when will you be ready? Now I'm beginning my striking time, you know, running, lifting, everything. In January, I'm beginning my wrestling, and my doctor say I can fight April, May. And I think this date for Pat is very good, for me it's very good. April, May, June, anytime, anywhere, no problem. Milwaukee, Brazil, Australia, no problem. Let's go, let's do it. I am undefeated. And there's not a part of you that says, okay, I've been out for a little bit. I want one fight to get kind of reacclimated to warm up. You don't want that. No, warm up fight. My 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 mental ready, my heart ready, my experience ready. I am ready, my team ready, and no one more fight. Let's go. I want title shot, and I deserve. And don't be don't be scary. Don't be scary. You know. April sixteenth, twenty sixteen. UFC on Fox 19, Teixeira versus Evans, Tampa, Florida. Originally booked as Habib Nurmagomedov versus Tony Ferguson as the main event, for the first time in his UFC career, Ferguson is forced to pull out of the fight due to an injury. UFC newcomer Daryl Horcher is set to face Habib on nine days' notice. So he's been saying, Tony's been saying that, that you're afraid of him, that you're the one that doesn't want him. Is it a little strange for you to hear that when you're the one who's here and he's and, and, and he's not fighting? Uh, you agree this is a stupid decision. You, he, he, he asked me, like, after two months uh, this day, like, you know, like uh, May, June, something like this. How we can ask? He injured, he pulled out. You know, I am here. UFC give me fight versus Tony. 16 April, I'm here. Where's Tony? Tony's pulled out? Please shut up. Shut up, I have fight, I have fight Daryl Horcher. I have to focus this guy. I, I know I no want to speak about this guy. If you guys have some question about my fight, about my comeback, about my future, you can ask. Please forget about Tony. Ariel Helwani post-fight at UFC on Fox 19 alongside Khabib Nurmagomedov who defeated Daryl Horcher tonight. Khabib, welcome back and congratulations on the win. Can you put into words two years later what it's like just to come back and get a victory like that? Uh, I'm very happy, you know, Ariel, uh, because two years is a long time and when I come back, now I feel MMA a little bit different and uh, that's why I change a lot of things in my game, in my ground game, in my diet, in my training, like I change a lot of things and uh, tonight I show this. I don't know if you saw, but Tony Ferguson went on Twitter and said he wasn't impressed with your performance and is again asking to fight you on May 29th. You're not interested in that, right? Okay, guys, if we talk about this, uh, I training uh, almost 100 days for this fight. Now we have for before 29 men, six weeks, and you guys want, I beginning my sparring session in Monday. You guys want, I keep my training camp now. I'm not, I, I'm not. No, no, no. Yeah. But this is stupid decision. Nobody do this. I am not cowboy. I'm different. Cowboy lose a lot of time. He can say I can fight next week, something like this. I have goal, belt, and uh, I know and I feel I deserve title shot. And forget about Tony. Okay. November twelfth, twenty sixteen. UFC two hundred five. Alvarez versus McGregor. New York City, New York. Nurmagomedov is matched up against top contender Michael Johnson. Are you going to fight the winner on Saturday of the main event? Is that your fight? Have you been guaranteed after all of this that you're going to fight the winner? But the UFC promised. I don't know. <laughs> you know something about this? With this? If you know something, please let me know. I'll I talk to you. I'll, I'll send you a text. What do you think? UFC give me time? You should fight the winner. Okay, what do you think? I deserve this? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. okay. On the record. Please, if you know something about UFC, send me directly. Yeah. Not Twitter for everybody. Or like, not through you know, your manager. Like, secret something, yes. please send me. Okay. Thank you so much. In now typical fashion, Habib dominates his opponent with relentless control and ground and pound. Nurmagomedov mercifully finishes Johnson midway into the third. This is number one bullshit. I think all I think all Irish fans understand who deserve this. I think I have a lot of Irish fans too, you know, because I dominate with all my opponents, you know. <clears throat> Connor come to lightweight. And he talked about, oh, I'm greatest. But you guys know, beginning of the year, he tapped like chicken. End of the year, he fight for the title. You know, this is very interesting. I talk with Dana between every rounds. 
I talked with him. I said, hey, don't send me no more your fake contract. I need real contract. He talked about, oh, hey, you have to finish this fight. I said, you know already I deserve this. You have to send after this fight a real contract. I said, okay, let's go finish this. After I finish fight, I talk about, I'm waiting for agreements. Maybe Brooklyn, why not? 209, 11 February, 210 in Las Vegas. Anyway, it doesn't matter, like Russia, Ireland. I can fight with him, his backyard. I think I can fight with Nate Diaz, Conor McGregor, Eddie Alvarez, with all these guys, same night. I can fight with these guys. Like common event, main event, backyard, backstage, anywhere. March 4th, 2017, UFC 209, Woodley versus Thompson 2, Las Vegas, Nevada. For the third time, Tony Ferguson and Habib Nurmagomedov are booked to face each other as the co-main event. The stakes this time are much higher with an interim UFC lightweight champion belt now on the line. I want to stay honest with you guys, but of course I'm excited about this. You know, I can't wait when cage close. I, w- I wanna, I wanna feel his power. I wanna feel his striking speed. His, I wanna feel, I wanna feel this guy because we're supposed to fight two times before. Now we finally fight. You know, that's why, that's why. A little bit nervous, but everybody nervous. Nobody want to lose. You know, I have 24 win streak. You guys, want, you guys think I wanna lose? Of course, I, I don't want to lose. And. But I stay focused. I stay focused on this guy. Hey guys, if you check your emails, we did just announce that the, the Khabib-Ferguson fight has been canceled. Um, Khabib has been released from the hospital, but he was not medically cleared to fight due to weight management issues. Breaking news, as you just heard it, Habib Nurmagomedov versus Tony Ferguson, one of the most anticipated fights of the year, the fight that both combatants called the best lightweight fight of all time, has officially been canceled. UFC lightweight Khabib Nurmagomedov was transported to Sunrise Hospital and Medical Center Thursday evening due to weight management medical issues. He was treated and has been discharged. The scheduled interim lightweight championship bout between Nurmagomedov and Tony Ferguson at UFC 209 has been canceled. July 7th, 2017. The Ultimate Fighter Season 25 Finale, Las Vegas, Nevada. After a very successful run in the World Series of Fighting promotion, the 15-0 Justin Gaethje makes his UFC debut against Michael Johnson. I feel like a lot of these guys think that in order to make money, they have to, you know, create an act. I want to be straight up. Facts are facts. Um, Nobody's infallible. I can't be knocked out. Duh. You know, um, it's what the sport is. You know, we punch each other in the face. I take too much damage. Okay, uh, I haven't taken a hard enough punch because I'm 17 and 0 with 14 knockouts. I've broken every single person I've fought. Um, Melvin Gillard went to a split decision with me. He left the third round in a wheelchair. He 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 did not walk to the walk to the back. He left in a wheelchair. Um, you cannot make it past it. If you don't knock me out, you're not gonna make it past the third round. With me. It's easy. It's. My pressure is, my timing and pressure is the definition of MMA. And um, I'm comfortable here. I'm not gonna try to get away from your shots. I'm gonna meet them, I'm gonna eat them. On my forehead, you're not gonna touch my chin and then um, you you have to be ready for what I'm firing back. I hit harder than you, guarantee it. Last thing, um, undefeated, you know, you're a WSO champion. If you beat Johnson, how, how far away do you think you are from a title shot? Do you think you're pretty close? I'm not sure, don't care, don't know, don't care. Um, I cannot look past Johnson. Um, he's dangerous, um, you know, when when he's confident. So he's going to be dangerous in the first three minutes. And then, like I said, I'm going to break I'm going to break him. Plain and simple. I'm going to kick him in the leg, take his body, control his mind, control his heartbeat. And uh, he's going to want to, he's going to want out. Guaranteed. By the end of the third, he won't answer the bell in the fourth. The highlight lives up to his reputation and delivers one of the best action fights of the year. Gaethje wins by TKO late into the second round. His first showing earns Gaethje the rare double bonus for fight and performance of the night. I'm there to break people. I said I would drop them and I'd let him up. That's what I did. And stylistically, what are your thoughts on a matchup with Tony Ferguson? That's what I want. Michael Johnson whooped his ass, so... Uh, I will break him. You cannot look ahead. Um, I'm not infallible, never will be. I will lose, like I said. Not scared to get knocked out, not scared to lose. I'm scared not to perform. 
And uh, I'll take every single day towards the next fight to get ready for it. I don't care who's next. I want to fight Ferguson, but he'll probably say I'm not worthy. He lost to Michael Johnson. I just finished him, so he'll be full of shit when he says that. The following morning, Tony Ferguson tweeted, You hit like a bitch. You're not on my level. But if it's for the belt, I'd be glad to beat that ass for the interim. December 2nd, 2017, UFC 218, Holloway versus Aldo 2, Detroit, Michigan. Gaethje's next opponent is former UFC and Bellator champion Eddie Alvarez. He said on Monday that this is for the violent championship of the world. Are you down with those stakes? I'm 18-0 at 15 knockouts. Um, has anybody in the history of MMA fighting had 15 knockouts in their first 18 fights? I don't want to say definitively. I'd have to look it up, but that is pretty damn impressive. Yeah, so I think I own that title already. Oh, okay. So my mindset is different. My mindset is uh, kill or be killed. I'm ready and willing to do whatever I have to do, give whatever I have to give, in order to prove a stupid point that I'm the most you know, violent person or the best fighter in the world, which means nothing in the grand scheme of things. But, you know, that's what I uh, signed up for when I was four years old, started wrestling, so I might as well be invested fully now. In the all-action fight, Eddie Alvarez hands Gaethje the first loss of his career by TKO late in the third round. The fight would earn Gaethje his second Fight of the Night bonus. Support for this episode comes from eBay. Whether it's a holy grail pair of sneakers, head-turning handbags, or one genuine wardrobe staple. If you're always on the hunt for that one wardrobe staple you just gotta have, eBay gets it. Nothing's more important than the real deal. When you shop on eBay, all you have to do is look out for that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll know that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo will be verified authentic through a detailed inspection. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hi, I'm Neil Patel, host of Decoder, my show about big ideas and other problems. Right now on Decoder, we're doing a mini-series about one of the biggest ideas that's creating some of the biggest problems around, generative AI. Our series dives deep into some of the most pressing issues surrounding generative AI, with expert Verge reporters covering the cutting-edge frontier of the industry. How could copyright lawsuits completely upend large language models and image generators? How big a problem is AI-generated misinformation for the 2024 election? And what kind of impact are AI chatbots having on human relationships? Decoder's AI series will help you understand what's going on, why, and where it might go from here. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Decoder wherever you get your podcasts. December 30th, 2017, UFC 219, Cyborg versus Holm, Las Vegas, Nevada. Habib Nurmagomedov's next opponent is top contender Edson Barboza. Have you been told that, that if you win this fight, you will fight for the belt? Yeah, I, I talk with you. See, I talk with Dana. Dana told me you have to make weight, beat this guy if you want to fight for the title, and I agree with him. And are you really considering going down to 145? I know you said that earlier, or are you just joking with reporters? No, I'm not joking. You know, I'm serious about this. But first of all, I have, I, I have, I have two fights in lightweight, you know, like Edson and Tony. I want to finish this business, and after we're going to think with my team what we're going to do. But I, I, I'm already thinking about this. You say Edson and Tony, why not Connor? Mm, to be honest, I don't believe he ever come back. Period. But maybe when money is done. Okay, when but he runs he, out of it. But he's a smart businessman, you know, like I think he has money. And uh, to be honest, like uh, 50-50, but I don't think about him. In one of the most dominant decisions in UFC history, Nurmagomedov Madoff tyrannized Barboza for 15 minutes. <sighs> After first round, I tell him, hey, Dana, you want to talk with me? <laughs> he said, yes, let's go. And I think about, let's do this one more round like this. And after I want to say to him something. And after second round, I tell him, what do you think about performance? He said, I'm sure you're going to take this. And, uh, you know, like, uh, I want to enjoy. When I go to the cage, you know, I want to enjoy. And... Uh, when I when I almost take back Edson Barboza, Mark Henry told him, hey, don't give him back. And I told Mark Henry, hey, you're right, you're right, don't give me back. You know, like I'm a little bit talking to, you know, this is not trash talking. This is real deal, you know. And uh, I enjoy with that. And that's why I do this. 
I'm interesting for fan base because I grew up in mountain, you know, like I'm coming from nowhere. Like people need, who this guy with headgear, like nobody understand what it is. Like people interesting and he come to the, he go into the inside the cage, he smash everybody, he's 25 and all. Who this guy, world champion, like everybody talk about him. Where he from? Russia. But originally he's not from Russia, he's from Caucasus. Where he from? He's Dagestan. Where he from born, you know, like he born from mountain, he wrestling all his life with beers, you know, like this guy is crazy, you know. People think about this. That's why I'm interesting. This is my opinion. And uh, I agree with this. And I agree, and I'm gonna keep going, inshallah. I'm gonna keep going, keep smash my opponents and take this belt. And my dreams, Retired, undefeated, undisputed UFC lightweight champ becomes one of the greatest lightweights of all time. This is my dream, and I follow this. And that's why I think people are interesting about me. April 7th, 2018, UFC 223, Nurmagomedov versus Aya Quinta, Brooklyn, New York. For the fourth time, Tony Ferguson and Habib Nurmagomedov are set to face each other this time as the main event at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York, for the UFC Lightweight Championship. UFC 223 is less than 24 hours away, Danny. I feel like I need, at least for the audience and maybe for both of us, let's try to run down the timeline of events that got us to this exact moment, all right? Buckle up for this one. Last Thursday, eight days ago, Tony Ferguson on the Fox lot, in Los Angeles, doing interviews, the Colin Cowherd show, tweaks his knee, ends up being a serious knee injury, may or may not need surgery. But what we found out two days later, excuse me, three days later to be exact on Easter Sunday, was that the knee injury was serious enough to rule him out of UFC 223. The original main event for Saturday night's card, Khabib Nurmagomedov versus Tony Ferguson, for the fourth time now, had been canceled. So the UFC went into emergency mode. They reached out to Eddie Alvarez. They reached out to Brian Ortega. In the end, though, they reached out to Max Holloway, and he took to, he took the fight. Excuse me. Well, Max Holloway, who is the reigning defending UFC featherweight champion, uh, had some weight to cut and was also getting over a pretty serious ankle injury. Of course, he was supposed to fight at UFC 222, and he suffered a serious ankle injury in February, and that ruled him out of the Frankie Edgar fight. He was hoping to return in July, but of course, he took this opportunity. Okay, so we start taking that in on Monday, Tuesday, Holloway, Khabib are here. We're starting to hear reports about how much Holloway is weighing. He's cutting weight. We get to Wednesday, and we spoke at the press conference on Wednesday. It's an amazing scene in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. They're going back and forth. It's fun. But we did talk about the fact that maybe Max Holloway looked a little bit out of shape, you know, breathing heavily. But okay, we're hopeful that things will, you know, resolve themselves come Friday. Thursday, UFC holds its media day inside this very arena, the Barclays Center here in Brooklyn. It's about to wrap up. Everyone's happy with their content. At the face-offs, it was a great day. We got some good interviews. Ally Quinta, by the way, didn't have a sign. He drew a nice little Raging Al sign, getting ready for his Paul Felder fight, of course. And then we get word that Conor McGregor has arrived. And Conor McGregor is here with around 10 or so of his close friends, teammates, training partners. And then we find out that Conor McGregor and his team went to the loading dock, which is essentially underneath where we're standing right now, and they've surrounded one of the fighter buses that is holding the red corner fighters, fighters like Rose Namajunas, Khabib Nurmagomedov, Ray Borg, Michael Chiesa, Ally Quinta, Karolina Kovakevich, and others, and pandemonium ensues. Chairs are thrown, dollies are thrown, guardrails are thrown, uh, Michael Chiesa, suffers lacerations on his face as a result of a, 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 an object that is thrown, the window he's sitting inside, the minibus, and he is sent to the hospital later on and eventually ruled out of his fight against Anthony Pettis. Ray Borg has glass enter his eye, suffers multiple cuts on his cornea, goes to the hospital. He is then ruled out of his fight against Brandon Moreno. Uh, Rose Namajunas, who is fighting on Saturday against Ioannia Jacek. She is visibly shaken. She is emotionally distraught, but she decides to stay on the card. Well, 
Tons of footage emerges. It's very clear what happened. It is not a good scene for everyone, including Conor McGregor and some of his friends. All right. We get to Thursday night, we get to around 10.30, Conor McGregor turns himself in. He does so with a friend of his, Keen Cowley. They both turn themselves in just a few blocks from here, 78th Precinct in Brooklyn, New York, and they're both facing multiple charges. They stay overnight in police custody at the 78th Precinct. Friday morning, they are transported to the Kings County Courthouse just a few blocks away here in Brooklyn. In the meantime, while Conor McGregor is literally being transported out of the police station in handcuffs, the UFC 223 official weigh-ins are going on. And what is happening during the weigh-ins? We get word, first off, that Max Holloway has been deemed medically unfit to fight, pulled from UFC 223. So now Khabib Nurmagomedov loses another opponent. Then we find out that Anthony Pettis, who was not planning on fighting after Michael Kiesa was ruled out of his fight, is going to show up, make weight, and attempt to fight Khabib Nurmagomedov on 24 hours notice. Anthony Pettis shows up, he weighs 155.2, and then we start to find out that he's not gonna come back to make weight again, and there might not be a title fight, he might not be on the card. Negotiations go awry, Anthony Pettis is gone. Then we find out that the UFC has called upon Paul Felder, who's scheduled to fight Ally Quinta. However, the New York State Athletic Commission says, we don't like this matchup because of the rankings discrepancy. Paul Felder can't fight Khabib Nurmagomedov tomorrow night. And then we find out that Ally Aquinta, New York's own Ally Aquinta, is taking this fight on 24 hours notice. The lone New York-based UFC fighter, certainly the most popular one, who has yet to fight in his home state after everything he's been through, raging Ally Aquinta, a disciple of Matt Serra, who 11 years ago tomorrow shocked the world and defeated George St. Pierre at UFC 69, Raging Ally Quinta is now fighting Khabib Nurmagomedov on essentially 24 hours notice. However, he weighed 155.2 with his underwear. So we find out that Khabib Nurmagomedov is eligible to win the official lightweight title, but not Ally Quinta. Fast forward to the ceremonial weigh-ins just moments ago inside this arena, and Dana White announces that the UFC will recognize Ally Quinta as the champion if he pulls off the impossible and beats Khabib Nurmagomedov, sort of a people's champion, if, if you will. If you didn't think that the lightweight division title picture was confusing enough, it just got a hell of a lot more confusing. And in the midst of all of that, Conor McGregor emerges at the courthouse at around 3.30 or so Eastern time. He is arraigned. He is set free on a $50,000 bail, which was uh, put in by Dylan Dennis of all people. His training partner, Keen Cowley, also released on a $25,000 bail and they are set for their next hearing on June 14th back here in Brooklyn. So UFC 223 now will continue with nine fights. It started with 13. It had 13 as recently as yesterday. It's now nine fight deep and the main event is Khabib Nurmagomedov versus Ally Quinta for the UFC lightweight title. We think. That's what we're told. Right. Habib Nurmagomedov would go on to dominate Al Iaquinta and become the new UFC lightweight champion. Did the events of uh, Thursday make you more or less interested in wanting to fight Connor for the title at some point? <clears throat> yes, why not? Hey, we have to finish this beef, beef chicken or something like this. He have to stop eat Burger Kings and, uh, you know, you want to fight? Come. I told you guys, we're going to make him humble. I told you guys, I'm going to change this game, you know. And uh, now only one champion. No more fake champions. No more champion who never defend his title or something like this. <clears throat> now UFC have champion. And this champion want to defend his title. You want to fight? Come here. Inside the cage, come. Outside the cage, let me know without camera, without like all this media, all like this, like man, you know, like he come when a lot of security here, outside the bus, inside the bus, security here. Don't let me go out. Like he tried to, hey, come out like this, like 
why you need this show up like let me know and that's it anytime April 14th 2018 UFC on Fox 29 Poirier versus Gaethje Glendale Arizona the highlight returns to action against top contender Dustin Poirier adrenaline's a hell of a drug and you know I'm, I'm in the pocket and my adrenaline is pumping you know, my adrenaline and everybody in the arena's adrenaline is pumping. So uh, I, every time you come watch me, like this is going to be the most exciting live event going on in the world uh, on Saturday, April 14th at about 6.30. Uh, so you better be there. If you are there, you will remember it for the rest of your life. After three exciting back and forth rounds, Poirier finishes Gaethje by strikes early in round four. The fight earns Justin Gaethje another $50,000 for a fight of the night. <sighs> you guys, it's, this is an unforgiving sport, and um, I don't recommend it to my enemy, but uh, it was, it's what I was born and bred to do. I got about five, 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 you know, before this, I said I had six left. I got five fights. I fight for very, I fight for, I don't, I want the biggest fights possible. You know, coming off two losses, that's hard to say, but you want to see me fight, and uh, if, if you don't see me fight live, you will regret it when I'm done. I don't fight to win or lose. It's as stupid and crazy as I am. Um, and that sounds, I go in there to entertain people. Um, this is an entertainment business. I fight for money. And you know that what I do helps me get paid a lot of money. October 6th, 2018, UFC 229, Habib vs. McGregor, Las Vegas, Nevada. After a nearly two year absence from the UFC, the former two-division champion, Conor McGregor, is set to face the lightweight champion, the undefeated Habib Nurmagomedov, as the main event for UFC 229 at the T-Mobile Arena. They were chased from their land. They were chased from their land to the edge of cliffs. My family, my bloodline, the McGregor clan, we stood and we fought. We fought the English Empire. So much so that we, our name was banished for 100 years by King James at the time. Okay, okay why, why you guys change your language? Shoot okay, your you, mouth. You guys have your own language. What's wrong with you? Now you're talking about you. you I'm an English Empire. I'm I can speak Irish, I can, mate. I, I can, can speak my native okay, tongue. Let's go. I'm a I can talk with you. Turkish, Arabic. I'm a character. I can talk with you. Oh, you know what that means? Can I have a show on the bus? But you, but Ireland have their own language. What's wrong? English change your language. Just for Dana, real quick. The decision to put the Connor uh, bus incident from Brooklyn into the promos for, for this fight. What was that decision like? Was that tough? Was there any consideration about not doing that? No, no, no. Not tough at all. It's, it's part of the storyline. It is what it is. There's been other situations where things have happened leading up to a fight and you play the story the way that the story played out. Connor, you thought, you thought it should have been in there in the promos? No comment. When, Habib, same question. You're on the bus and you see all this going on. What What is going through your head? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. You know, this is show his weakness. He showed me his weakness. He think when he with 40 people. I showed you my bare that, hands. First okay. thing. Okay, I'm. Uh, Here's my hands. Like no weapons. Two of Get five. off the bus, mate. Okay, two of five. You all guys remember talk. when You're we doing all these actions. Backstage. Here I am with no bus. Oh, no, he was no, a very uh, nice guy. With no, he was uh, very nice no guy, weapons. But when he come with 40 people, he a little bit changed. But this is show his weakness. Me and him is going to be alone. 6 October. And, and that's it. The Chechen people know what You're I'm talking see. about when I call this man a coward. When I call his father oh. a quivering coward. Which, which Chechen? The, him and Kadyrov were at a mosque together. And he posts a picture of Kadyrov on his Instagram site. Kadyrov is the Chechen dictator, a, a, a crazy man, don't get me wrong. But Khabib's father, lick arse, lick arse of fucking Hulahan, posts a picture of Kadyrov at this mosque. And, he, and, and Khabib's father posts a picture of and the caption is, together we are stronger. It, it, it's, it's such fake respect out of fear. No, it's, no, it's, no. It, the Chechens know, the Chechen people know that if the tables were turned and there was an opportunity for his father to stab that man in the back, he would do it in a heartbeat to take over. And he did not do nothing. And that's why he is a quivering coward, because he showed fake respect out of fear. And that's where that came from. 
I don't know what his father teach him, but my father teach me, you cannot never give up and be respect always. This is what my father teach me. And mama, mama, mama. Mama, mama, shut your mouth, mate. You're a door box. You're absolutely dirt. You deceit. Your last fight was embarrassing. Your last fight right now, was right now, embarrassing. I am most we were laughing in the Brooklyn locker room. We were laughing in the cell in Brooklyn. Actually. This is my third fight in the last Shoy nine months. You know, and 26 and all, never lose round. And I don't know what this guy talking about. I don't understand what he gonna do 6 October. He think whiskey gonna help him? I don't understand. I know a lot about you as well, you man rat. I know a lot about you as well. You keep your mouth shut here. Let me take my picture. What's up, guys? 3 p.m. This conference is beginning. I am not waiting for nobody. Let's go. If you have a question, I'm here. I mean, what's your emotion right now? The biggest star in the sport. All these people wanting to see Connor, and he's not here. I mean, what's your take on that? Listen, man, I'm excited. I can't wait for the weigh-ins. I can't wait for the fight. And uh, Con Connor's in a car right now. He's on his way here, so he'll be here in a few minutes. But yeah, I'm excited. So far, so good. Everything's been perfect, and I'm ready for the fight, man. No, I don't think about him, you know, I have a schedule, I have a schedule, 3 p.m. this company has to begin because I have schedule, I have to make weight, I have to worry about myself, why I have to think about him, he come or not, if somebody late, this is not my problem. Brooklyn happened six months ago, almost exactly six months ago, are you still angry about what happened then? Little bit. If I say no, this is not true. Little bit, of course, I'm angry, a little bit emotional, but my, my job, when I go to the cage, I have to control my emotional, I have to stay relaxed, but keep going and mold this guy. Does the anger help you? Sometimes this happens. Sometimes this helps you, sometimes it's not, but most important, stay relaxed when you go to the cage. This is most important. Tomorrow, 9 a.m., I'm gonna show you my weight and see you tomorrow, guys. Have a good night. Khabib, what does this fight mean to you to defend your title tomorrow night against Conor McGregor? Hey. First of all, I want to say Alhamdulillah, God give me everything. Alhamdulillah, I know you got this, don't like this. Alhamdulillah, tomorrow night I'm gonna smash your boy, guys. I'm gonna smash your boy. Nurmagomedov Madoff would finish McGregor by submission three minutes into round four. After the victory, Nurmagomedov would climb and exit the cage and attack McGregor's cornerman, Dylan Dennis. After being restrained by security, Habib would be escorted off the arena floor without an official hand raise from the referee. I don't understand how people can talk about I jump on the cage, you know. What about he talk about my religion, he talk about my country, he talk about my father. He come to Brooklyn and he broke bus, he almost killed couple people. What about this? What about this shit? Why people talk about I jump over the cage? Why people still talk about this? Like I don't understand. I am respect. I, my father teach me, hey, you have to be always respectful. My old team, where I'm training California seven years, everybody know who I am. All my friends, like everybody who know me, they know who I am, you know? And uh, I told you guys, these guys, not only him, his old team and him, they tap machines. You know, I told you guys, when you put him wrong way, he gonna tap, you know? What happened today? Like they call him two-time world champion, like two weight classes, but today he tap. And that's why, Alhamdulillah, belt is here, undisputed, undefeated UFC lightweight champion. And you know, and I wanna say something like, um, you know, like people a little bit, uh, it's not people, I think it's media. Media a little bit change MMA. This is respect sport, you know. This is not trash talking sport. 
This is respect. So like I told you before, guys, I want to change this game. I don't want people talk shit about like opponents, talk shit about his father, like like religion. You you cannot talk about religion. You cannot talk about nation. You know, guys, you cannot talk about this stuff. And you know, this is for me is very important. And uh, uh, <coughs> thank you so much. Thank you guys. Thank you for waiting for me here. I know my my father gonna smash me when I go home because I know he's gonna smash me. And uh, Nevada, sorry, Vegas, sorry, and Alhamdulillah, undisputed, undefeated UFC lightweight champion. Thank you so much, and I'm very proud about, like, all media talk about, he take picture with, uh, with Putin, something like this. He just called me, and he said he oh, very proud of me, I win, and he said congratulations, and you know, I told you guys, everything I'm gonna change 6 October and I do this. Alhamdulillah, thank you so much. Habib, can you talk about the fight before the brawl? The biggest night ever and I couldn't be more disappointed, you know? You know me, I'm usually mad at everything, you know? But I'm not even mad, I'm, I'm just really disappointed. Dana, um, you, you said that the bus incident was disgusting. The press conference was the darkest press conference ever. Today you're disappointed. Do you regret using the bus footage, which kind of incensed no, Connor? I mean, but I mean, looking back to kind of how it ended up right now, would, no. you, would you do the same again? I would. Okay. It's uh, part of the story. Yeah. Do you feel, Dana, if you had taken action after the bus incident, like, the, you know, the, the legal process took place, no. but you were adamant you weren't going to do anything. Had you suspended Connor for, you know, X period of time, that you don't think that would have had any no. deterrent had nothing to do with that. He wasn't coming back and saying he wants to jump over the fence because we didn't suspend Connor. Jumped over the fence because Connor's guy was talking shit to him. No, understood. But don't you think that just the fact that it set the tone, like it allowed that to happen, if there had been some. Do you have of... any idea how much money it cost Connor? I don't. The whole thing if... that it's fucking millions of dollars. But the signal, like Khabib doesn't know that, or Khabib's team doesn't know that. And so they know the, that. The, the argument, I'm, uh, the point I'm making, not an argument, I'm asking you a question, would be. It's a deterrent effect. If you say you look in the NFL or wherever, they suspended guys for a period of time. It serves as a deterrent to not other people to not do that same thing. And I guess that's what I'm saying. Had you done taken some action on the UFC part, he violated the code of conduct or whatever you want to say he did. Mm -hmm. Would that not have maybe prevented some of the, the heated stuff that happened in this promotion? I would listen. We didn't. So I don't know. But I would say no. Habib Nurmagomedov is given a nine month suspension and fined $500,000 by the Nevada Athletic Commission. Support for this episode comes from Viator. Sure, a good souvenir is always fun, but it's the experiences that people love the most about traveling. When you get back home, that t-shirt might fade and that snow globe might break, but it's those once-in-a-lifetime memories that will last. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like architectural sightseeing, snorkeling excursions, sunset cruises, and so much more. With Viator, you can reserve everything from simple tours to thrilling adventures with over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries. Whether you're a foodie, a history buff, or an adrenaline junkie, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you can have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Make memories that will last forever with Viator. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Life moves pretty fast. Are you drinking water that can keep up? Smartwater Alkaline has everything you need to stay hydrated, no matter where your day takes you. Whether you're pitching a tent or your next big idea, Smartwater Alkaline can help you perform your best. It delivers a pure, crisp taste that makes it the perfect chaser after a big workout. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. August 25th, 2018, UFC Fight Night 135, Gaethje vs. Vic, Lincoln, Nebraska. Now on a two-fight losing skid, Gaethje is set to face surging prospect James Vic. You're welcome, James. Welcome to the big show. You uh, get to fight the main event. 
You made it, buddy. Yeah, thank you, man. It's your last main event. You're about to be uh, on a three-fight losing streak and, and shipping your ass back to the B-League to fight tomato cans again. And I'll still have more money in my bank account. I got more well, money than you right now, bro. I, I fought four times in the last year, and I won my fights. You, you lost two out of three. You fucking suck, dude. I've made more money in bonuses. You're a, you're a can you crusher. You're a can career. crusher, bro. You padded your record against B-level competition. I made two hundred thousand dollars in bonuses. You, you've been fucking. Congratulations. You haven't made that in your ten fights. Congratulations. Don't break your hand patting yourself on the ass, bro. Well, you're welcome. Are you gonna run like a bitch the whole time, or are you gonna stand there and fight me for these people? Yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not the Homer Simpson of, uh, of MMA like you are, bro. I'm not going to take a beating, but you will get knocked the fuck out. You take, you take 10 significant strikes per minute. That's 50 shots a round. That you're, you, ain't lasting, you ain't lasting three rounds of me taking all that beating like that. You're, so 29, years yes old and you're, not. you're 29 years old and you're punch drunk and, and, and slurring when you talk, bro. So um, yeah, you're getting knocked out. No, I'm not going to stand like a retard and, 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 fight, and fight the so You're going to run like a bitch. But you are going to get slept. You're going to get knocked out within three rounds for sure. In one of the most devastating finishes of the year, Gaethje knocks Vic out less than 90 seconds into the fight. Gaethje earns yet another performance bonus. March 30th, 2019, UFC on ESPN2, Barboza versus Gaethje, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Gaethje is booked yet again as a fight night main event, this time against perennial top contender Edson Barboza. Gaethje knocks out Barboza in the first round. And yes, you guessed it, Gaethje earns yet another performance bonus check. I was great. I was great that night. Um, you know, this is a very finicky sport. I mean, sometimes you're on, sometimes, you know, you have a bad night. And I was on fire that night. Um, you know, unfortunately for him, everything I threw landed. Um, and I was just on fire. Uh, again, I was, uh, I experienced it in the big fight. The, the patience, the, the ability to, to see things, to, uh, to, to recognize things, to make a game plan, you know, to, as, it, as the fight evolves. I've never had that before. And so I was really excited to go in there, create it again, and I had the same experience. So I'm, you know, I'm fighting night and day from how I fought Johnson. Uh, you know, the previous, let's see, uh, one of my 20, 20 and two. So the previous 19 fights, or 20 fights, I fought different. Every time I stepped in there, it was different. And these last two have been different. And you always want to say that as, you, you know, as you're winning. But um, that's, the, that's the honest truth. Um, my approach is different. Um, and I'm, it's, it's very refreshing to go in there and have that experience. I don't know if I have that one-shot power because I've never one-shot at anybody before Vic. But I mean, I think I, with the pay, my coach told me from day one, if you have a little bit more patience and you don't try quite as hard, you will pe put people to sleep if you just place your shots. And so, yeah, I saw that and I was like, you know, no matter what, if you get the finish, people will, that's all people remember. So I went in there, I was like, you know, if I was to have a slow two minutes, then I think I would be forgiven to myself if, as long as I finish him. But uh, no matter how I fight, it's gonna be, I'm gonna be in their face. The pressure is, is nothing they will ever experience. And um, I just have a lot of fun doing it. I found success early and I never changed it because I kept having success. And you know, in life, you'd be a fool to change your route if you're finding success. So, um, you know, I couldn't take a, couldn't U-turn, I couldn't take a left, couldn't take a right. I had to keep going down the path that I was on and that was go out there, create chaos. And I've, I was never the guy that never came out on the winning end of that until I faced Eddie Alvarez and Dustin Poirier. And even then, after the Poirier, or after the Eddie Alvarez fight, I wasn't sure that it didn't, wasn't still successful. So I had to go in there and do it again because I had a lot of success against Eddie fighting that fight. And I had a lot of success against Dustin fighting that fight. However, coming off two losses, I was able to go back and say, let's change. Um, you know, let, my coach was trying the whole time. Um, he was the best in the world. I should listen to him, but I, you know, he also didn't want to say, let's change. And then I lose. And then I kind of, this is a mental game. That would have that would have broke me, in a sense. Um, if I was to change without losing, and then to lose, then I would have been like, "Whoa, you know, why'd you do that?" And then I would start questioning myself, questioning my uh, approach, my technique, everything. He let he let the cards, you know, play out like they should have played out. I went out there, fought stupid fights, and lost two times in a row. And then we were able to go back to the drawing board and and, and make changes. September seventh, twenty nineteen, UFC two forty two. Habib versus Poirier, Abu Dhabi, United Arab Emirates. 
The undefeated lightweight champion Habib Nurmagomedov will return from his suspension and defend his title against the interim champion Dustin the Diamond Poirier as the main event for UFC 242. How many times I ask about my father? Like, he asked me about what, he asked me, yesterday I don't come to media. I say I come, but I don't talk with media. I come, step down, and I leave. But why I don't talk with media? Because last three months, same question. Father, what do you think about Dustin? He's good, he's, what do you think? You respect him? No. Like, how is your training camp? Like, 90%, all same. Right now, same thing, you know, but right now I want to leave. They say, no, you have to go. But you guys have 90% same question. How many times I ask, like, give answer about my father? Maybe for this week, maybe I don't 15 or 20. One question. No, it's like... The Eagle remains undefeated, submitting Poirier midway through round three. I hope, you know, it's like, you know what's interesting in this sport? Even if you're 28 and old, 12 and old in UFC, you're one of the biggest stars, you smash everybody. People are gonna talk about, you have to fight with him, you have to fight with him, you have to fight with him. Give me just respect. Put me on number one pound for pound fight next week. And uh, because I think I deserve this, because I dominate, you know, with all my opponents. I'm undefeated, you know. And uh, I think I deserve some respect. You talk, you obviously care about your legacy and stuff a lot. Um, everyone wants to, this Tony Ferguson fight to happen. It's fell apart four times before. Dana said that's the next fight as long as he accepts it. How important is it for this fight to happen finally? My next opponent is very good steak with burger double cheese. I won this one, you know and with some juice with ice. I want to enjoy a little bit. Give me a couple days, guys. September 14th, 2019. UFC on ESPN Plus 16. Cerrone versus Gaethje. Vancouver, British Columbia. The highlight is booked in another main event, this time against former title challenger and former sparring partner, Donald Cowboy Cerrone. Friend, foe, it does not fucking matter. Saturday night, um, you know, I would be doing him a disservice if I didn't try to knock him out like I have every opponent. You know, he's the second, I just saw an interview, he's the second man to call me Homer Simpson, and he's the second man that will go to sleep for it. My nickname is The Highlight. There's a reason. I got six bonuses out of five fights. I'm 100% UFC of either getting knocked out or knocking people out, and I will continue. When I'm done, I hope I either, I do not want to win or lose without them going to sleep or me going to sleep. That's what I do. It's not for the faint of heart. What I do is not for the faint of heart. Um, but I'm a different breed. I was born and raised and bred to do this. I'll say it over and over. Uh, I wouldn't recommend this to my enemy, but uh, Cowboy's in for one tough motherfucking night come Saturday night. I promise you that. Um, win or lose, uh, we're both, if it goes past eight, nine minutes, we're both on the brink of death. And that's how I want it. Gaethje easily dispatches Cerrone by first round knockout. Justin Gaethje has now earned seven performance bonuses for his first six UFC fights. I've learned that I have a couple sledgehammers attached to these arms. So as long as my feet put me in position and I have a great coach that has me balanced at all points, I can throw, you know, from the left side, from the right side, um, as I'm taking angles, that's what we're working on. And that was very successful tonight. That was great tonight. You know, I'll give myself that. You mentioned who deserves the next title shot? Tony Ferguson. Or do you think wins out by the Khabib <laughs> April 18th, 2020. UFC 249 Habib versus Ferguson, Lemoore, California. For the fifth time, the champ Habib Nurmagomedov is scheduled to face the number one contender, Tony Ferguson, in what the UFC has called the most anticipated fight ever. It's Tyrim of fucking Sue time, motherfuckers! We're keeping it sweet, we're keeping it savvy, and we'll keep it a little classy. The hype is real. You better fucking be there, Khabib. I'm glad you showed up. Just sit it down and walk away. I think we have to fight. You Fuck know? your legacy. Like, uh, I think he's, uh, he deserves this, you know. He is real challenge. You know, I respect his skills, you know. But, you know, like, uh, 
like fighter, he's very good fighter, but why people don't like him? Because he's stupid guy, you know, this why nobody understand him. I'm very know? educated. Like honestly, like he look like stupid, you know, that's why nobody like him. But like fighter is very good fighter, you know, and I respect his skill and that's why he here, you know, like biggest fight on the air and uh, we'll see April 18. The, 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 Champ shit only, motherfucker. I can't understand this son of a bitch. Big I'm gonna fucking map. I'm gonna mop the mat with your fucking hat. You can't for wait. Him and I'm gonna use all this for training. Big I'm gonna go in there so soon. I know. Oh, it's gonna be fucking. When I smash him, when I make him flat, when I make him shut your mouth with my People are gonna talk about his. I'm gonna own. hit you so hard in your stomach, you're gonna piss fucking blood, kid. <laughs> Stupid guy. This kid's a bully. He's never been in a street fight. Never actually been thrown into a trash can or like any kind of shit like that. So now you're fucking, fight, you're, you're fucking with you. somebody that hey, you don't want to. Hey, I don't have to bring this. Sunglasses. In I'm street, street fight, fight, I can you, eat you. You understand? Nah, Who are you? Good. You never fight in. You American guy. In American, you cannot fight in street. There we go. Here I am from right. Rio Mountain. I can eat you in street Here we fight. Go. What are you talking? All you Americans, right, that are uh, cheering for this hey, little bitch. I don't care. All Americans, they know. I love you. They know where I'm from. I can eat you in street fight. What are you talking about? When you fight in street, tell me when you fight in street. When you find this, tell me. Okay, for example. I'm from fucking Oxnard, bitch. Okay, what? What is this? What is this, Oxford? And Muskegon, Michigan. Hey, Tony, look at me. Look at when you fight last time. When you fight last time in the street, tell the people true. Tell last the people I true. The street, oh, huh? Man, it was a one-punch fucking knockout. What? When you fight in street, we talk hey, about. Pops always fight. told me you had hey, really fucking you in quick so nobody sees. You think this is cage fight in street? You think this is cage fight? I'm gonna throw you in the fucking cage. I'm gonna broke you in street Watch. fight. You understand? Fucking check what are you talking about? The championship match was originally booked to take place at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. However, due to the worldwide coronavirus pandemic, local government officials prohibited the show due to safety concerns and shelter-in-place orders. South by Southwest, the the music and arts festival got canceled today because of the coronavirus outbreak. Any concerns, anything that you guys can do to try to... Hey, it's a legitimate question. It's a legitimate question. Legitimate question, I mean, it's, it's got to be a little bit of a concern, right, for any big event. So, when it, when it comes to safety of the athletes and the fans and everything else, no matter where we go or what we do, we're always concerned with that. And we've been thinking about this for weeks. Dr. Davidson's been involved, and um, yeah. I mean, I don't know what else to say other than that. You uh, you said on your your. We're not canceling the event. Well, no, I'm not. I didn't. I didn't say that. Never said that. On April 1st, Nurmagomedov announced that he will not be fighting at UFC 249 due to travel and training restrictions from the COVID-19 pandemic. The UFC announces that Justin Gaethje will now be facing Tony Ferguson for the interim championship. No, this is the name of the game. There's a there's a lot. It's. You know, a whole lot of nothing, and then a, then action, and then back to nothing. You know, I fight, I fight. It's gonna be almost nine, eight, nine months now, so it's very hard to stay focused. But ultimately, I know I'm going to have a fight, and I know it's gonna be a big fight. So if if I'm not ready, or if I make the choices to not be ready now, it, you know, I will never forgive myself. What did you? The UFC declines to announce where exactly the matchup will take place citing media scrutiny. On April 7th, a New York Times article revealed that UFC 249 was set to take place on the Tachi-Yoku tribal lands in Central California. On April 9th, after a call from its broadcast partner's parent company, Disney, the UFC officially cancels the April event in Lemoore, California. May 9th, 2020, UFC 249 Ferguson versus Gaethje, Jacksonville, Florida. Tony Ferguson is set to face Justin Gaethje at the Vistar Veterans Memorial Arena for the interim UFC lightweight championship. On April 24th, the UFC announces the new venue, date, and matchup, as well as two more cards in the same location. All three of these events are going to take place in Jacksonville, Florida at the Vistar Veterans Memorial Arena. Earlier this week, we reported Florida would be the destination statewide. Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer was the first to report the venue in Jacksonville. Obviously, due to the COVID-19 pandemic, this is going to be a closed-door event. There's going to be limited media 
These are all things that we expected. It is important to note that the UFC has the support of all the important people here. Florida Governor Rod DeSantis, he has signed off on all three of these events. They're all gonna be sanctioned by the Florida State Boxing Commission. The mayor of Jacksonville, Lenny Curry, he is in. Due to public health concerns, no fans will be in attendance for this event. And it will only be available to watch via pay-per-view. Um, we're asking all the fighters what differences they've seen so far since you guys have arrived in Jacksonville. What are the differences from the normal fight weeks that you've seen so far, Justin? Um, there's no shuttle runs to the grocery store, to the sauna. And we have our own workout rooms. That's the only difference. Other, other than? It tested up or pushed up our nose. Yeah, that, that was one that all the other fighters said, too. Uh, obviously, a big difference. And like, in the past, you said you've been focused on being the most exciting fighter, and now your attention shifted towards being a champion. How does that look when it comes to the fight, You know, especially against a guy like Tony Ferguson that's going to be sort of throwing things that you're probably not going to expect as well? Can you, can you be more patient? Can you apply that strategy when you know, all the, the chaos is going on? I mean, not necessarily. Um, I could obviously I could pick my shots, you know, I could use my feet to get me out of situations that I don't need to be in. Um, I can control distance when I need to with my feet. And outside that, those are the only thing and effort. I control effort. If I can't control it, I don't worry about it. I'm going to go in there and try my hardest. I mean, I don't know what Tony's coming with. Um, he might try to take it to the ground right away. I have no idea, but I'm prepared for all for all assets and for all aspects of this game is we are the best in the world. Tony's the best and one of the best in the world. I'm one of the best in the world. We're fighting to represent America against Russia's best. And um, I'm going to, I'm not going to uh, sell myself short. I'm going to go out there and perform. Is there an easier puzzle to figure out with a Tony versus a Habib? No, I think the puzzle is going to be hard, you know, harder. Um, there's so many unknowns with Tony. You know, you know what Khabib's going to do. And that's going to be take you down, you know, try to push you to the fence. And if not, he's going to try to take shots from um, from space in the middle of the octagon. I believe that he can't take me down in the middle of the octagon, and I believe I can stay off the fence. So, you know, that puzzle is written. How do you beat Tony? I don't know. I'm going to find out. Gaethje dominates Ferguson, snapping El Kukui's winning streak and finishing him by TKO in the fifth round. Justin, the human highlight reel Gaethje, is the new interim lightweight champion. I'm sore. My elbow's sore from blocking the kicks. My finger hurts from punching his tooth. Um, but man, I don't look that bad, huh? For fighting Tony Ferguson. He didn't hit me with one elbow. Um, you know, I was, I was great tonight. That's all I could say. I thought he was going to be faster. I thought he'd be stronger. I thought he'd hit a lot harder. I always tell myself they're better than me. And, um, you know, it's, it makes me push myself. Like, I need to push myself to be the best that I can be to, to, perform, to perform at the best level. You know, um, feels damn good. Feels damn good to be uh, recognized as almost the best ever. Or the best, not best ever, but the best in the world at this current time. Feels pretty good. And I can't wait to, uh, to face the challenge. You know, that is Habib. Yeah. At first, you, you threw down the belt, said, hey, you know, uh, I, I want the real one, but it is there with you now. But, I mean, now, the, the, can you enjoy it a little bit? I know what you're saying. I mean, you're not the first person to say, I don't want the interim title. I want the undisputed title. But, I mean, it's still a UFC title. Yeah, no, it, it is good. It feels great. Um, that's the competitor in me, you know. That's the mindset I have to have to face, again, the challenge that is Habib. I can't think of myself as the champion because, you know, for one, I'm not. And for two, Habib's still there. And so, um, again, I can't become complacent. I have to, it's always the first fight, you know? People think they're infallible. That's what, um, that's what will kill you in this sport. My lights can turn, I'm human, I have a brain. As soon as you shake it, I will go to sleep. I almost did at the end of the second. Um, but the good thing is I'm fighting humans. And so, you know, I just perform. October 24th. 2020. UFC 254, Habib versus Gaethje, Abu Dhabi, United Arab Emirates. The champion and undefeated Habib Nurmagomedov will face the interim champion, 
Justin, the human highlight reel Gaethje, as the main event for UFC 254. The winner will become the undisputed UFC lightweight champion. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Support for this episode has come from eBay. You know real when you feel it. And with eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you don't have to wonder. You know that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo will be checked by experts and verified authentic. Maybe it's a designer handbag, sneakers that pop, jewelry that shines as bright as you do. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hi, I'm Neil Patel, host of Decoder, my show about big ideas and other problems. Right now on Decoder, we're doing a mini-series about one of the biggest ideas that's creating some of the biggest problems around, generative AI. Our series dives deep into some of the most pressing issues surrounding generative AI, with expert Verge reporters covering the cutting-edge frontier of the industry. How could copyright lawsuits completely upend large language models and image generators? How big a problem is AI-generated misinformation for the 2024 election? And what kind of impact are AI chatbots having on human relationships? Decoder's AI series will help you understand what's going on, why, and where it might go from here. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Decoder wherever you get your podcasts.